Welcome to the Booze-Filled to Spirit-Filled podcast. This is your host, Jamel Godlewski. This episode is about the Chicago Cubs. Now, why would I be talking about the Chicago Cubs? Well, you can't see me right now, but I am sitting in my cubby corner with my multiple Chicago Cubs hats, my Chicago Cubs blanket, Chicago Cubs baseball programs. I mean, people might think I'm a Cubs fan, but here's the weird thing. In some ways, I really could care less. This is why I like the Chicago Cubs, because my dad liked the Chicago Cubs. My dad used to tell me stories. He used to tell me stories on here at the farm. We grew up. It's a solid three-hour drive to Wrigley Field. But he said in the early 50s, late 40s, they would drive over to South Bend. They would get on the South Shoreline train. You take it into downtown, you switch, and you get on the red line, um, L train, and it drops you off right at the corner of Wrigley Field. I have memories of going to Wrigley Field when I was a kid. I remember Little League, we would take a school bus and we would go up and watch a game. Now, we always had nosebleed seats, but that's the thing about the Cubbies is it doesn't matter how bad they are. Like tickets are still hard to come by because people want to go. I mean, do you know anything about the Cubs people out there in the world? Like the curse of the Billy goat. My dad, he loved the Cubs. And I mean, the saying always was always is still. Well, there's always next year because the Cubbies seem to just fall apart a lot. It's hard being a Cubs fan. Sometimes they struggle with winning. They struggle with falling apart. Like they would do well and then boom, fall apart. Relief pitcher goes in and gives up all these runs at the end and they lose. But there's always next year. I think that's why I want to talk about the Cubs. Sometimes we feel really defeated in life. The Cubs actually had great players on their team this year, and they amounted to a hill of beans, traded all of them away. And sometimes we get real defeated, and we kind of have to do that. Like, okay, what we've been doing isn't working. We are going to pitch it, start from scratch. It's kind of what I think the Cubs are doing for next year. But that's the key thing is there's always next year. There's something about being a Cubs fan that there's like this never say die. There's something about just not giving up, not giving up on chasing that dream, that passion that you have inside. Like there's something inside of you that's like, this is what I want to do. This is what I meant to do. So you chase after it. And sometimes you have people out there that literally spew hate on you. You can't do that. You're not going to, you're not going to succeed at that. 
Do you ever have people that do that? They don't believe in you. They do the opposite of believing in you. They actually put you down. Sometimes it's those that are, that are closest to you. I feel like our kids hear that a lot from us. Maybe subconsciously, we're not always very supportive of our kids. You know, my daughter, she wanted to be an engineer and then that kind of went out the window last year and she's thinking, well, maybe I want to be an archaeologist, a paleontologist, uh, a ship captain, naturalist, history major. I don't know. She's like, those are all things that she's passionate about. She's a junior in high school. I think it's awesome. But then I had another adult say this that I was telling this about. She's like, well, how is she going to make money doing those things? And I thought, who cares? Like, I want her to be passionate about what she does. Don't give up. Pursue that passion. You might have to have jobs in the meantime to actually make money, but we give up on our callings. We give up on our passions and our dreams because we feel defeated. We feel like we're not going to succeed. The Cubs, they just keep on going to chase after that dream of winning a World Series. Keep going and keep going. Sometimes it's like all, all the, the stars are lined up, right? And you're right there on the, the cusp of breaking through. I think it was 2015 and the Cubs were in the playoffs and we're thinking, this is it, man. We are going to win. We're going to make it to the World Series. And then there was Bart. Bart interfered with the game. And he caught the ball. Shouldn't have done it. Cubs lost. Bart was just an over-exuberant fan and wanted to get a souvenir. Bart really took a lot of heat for this. I mean, I kind of don't blame people. Because it was crushing. Because we were right there. Have you ever been right there? And then, like, something happens and boom, it's gone. Those kind of things happen in real life. And you're just kind of, like, left standing wondering, like, what happened? How did I just lose it all? And it's at that moment that we have a choice. We have a choice to, to give up. Well, it's not meant to be, I guess. Or we have a choice to turn to God and say, God, like, I really thought this is where you wanted me. I really thought this is what you wanted me to do. But I want to, like, if this is it, like, help me. I need you. I don't want to give up if this is what I'm supposed to be doing and chasing and building and dreaming. Man, I have felt like that many times, many times in my life. It's okay to ask God for, like, visions signs but you have to really be aware then like because he's going to send you signs through people and songs and circumstances 
but I think we miss them most of the time. I'm kind of one of those people that needs whapped upside the head sometimes. I'm telling you. But the cubbies, like they didn't give up. They're like, you know what? Like we do have talent. Like we were right there. We can do this. We can do this. And they rallied the troops. And you won't believe it. How many of you remember when the Cubs did win the World Series? It was 2016. I usually go to bed kind of early because I'm old. But I remember I would stay up and watch the Cubs games. And I thought to myself, my dad, I would be calling him. Dad, did you see that play? Dad, can you believe it? Dad, dad, they did it. They did it, dad. They actually did their next year thing. They won. Man, that was, I cried a lot that night. (laughs) Tears of joy, tears of joy for my dad. Tears of joy for the, the underdog. The one that always says there's always next year. Sometimes our success doesn't come the way we think it does. Sometimes well, how we're measuring success is not the way that God would measure success. I used to coach basketball. I really felt like this was what God wanted me to do. I remember when I got hired at Elkhart Central, it was like, there's the only way I could have got that job was by God. There's, there, I mean, seriously, nobody would hire me. And I really felt like that was my calling. And I put everything into it that I, that I humanly could. And I did pray. I mean, and it just seemed like no matter what I did, it was, it wasn't working. It wasn't working. Oh my gosh. We wouldn't just lose games. We would get killed. The morale of the team, frustration levels. It was bad at times, really bad. And then, you know, the second year comes around and I got parents on my case and ugh, the politics of coaching. And I remember many nights driving home just crying. God, what am I doing? I'm failing. I'm failing. Finally got to the point where like it just wasn't worth it anymore. My emotional, my mental health, my physical health. I wasn't being a very good mom during that time because I wasn't with my daughter very much. And I really felt like maybe God was calling me to do something else. So I stepped away from coaching. And there was a part of me that was like, I stepped away as a failure. I never had a team that won a championship. 1996, JV basketball at Northridge High School. We won a JV tourney. But other than that, I don't have any trophies to show. No records, 
And that's what I thought success was. My, my attitude's changed about what success is now. It's not about winning and losing. And I don't know. I mean, I probably had very little to do with it. But when I see my kids that are grown up and they're, they're incredible moms to their kids. They're hard workers. They have good jobs. They're responsible citizens. They're good people. They're good people making a difference in other people's lives. Man, I'm so proud of them. I don't know if I had anything to do with it, but I think that's what success is. Success isn't winning and losing. It's not about trophies on the wall. It's about perseverance. Perseverance. It's about not giving up. Because, man, things are going to come at us right and left. Our friends and our family are going to turn on us at times. And it's about perseverance. That's what the Cubs have. That's what makes me a Cubbies fan. And that's really what success is. So this episode is be a Cubs fan. No, I mean, really. Two, perseverance. Don't give up. Don't give up on what's in your heart what you're passionate about, overcoming those obstacles, perseverance, perseverance. Next episode, I'm going to talk about my old age. Yep, I'm hitting the big 5-0 in October. So that's my next episode. So this is how we're going to end this episode. I mean, we have to. We're getting close to the end of baseball season. My Cubbies are not going to make the playoffs. Ugh. But, you know, but there's always next year. Wherever you're at, if you're in the car, if you're at home, we're going to end this episode with the seventh inning stretch. Are you ready? Oh, one. Ah, uh, two, ah, uh, three. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I ever get back for its root. Root, root for the cubbies. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Hey, everybody! Have a good one.